Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. It's great to have you with us. Good morning, Sissini. Good morning. Yes. What? I'll come back to it. I have a bone to pick. Bone to pick with me? Uh, Was it about the text? Yeah, it was about the text. Which, by the way, I didn't know you were on the text. I didn't get a text? I thought I was texting Mark, but apparently you and Mark get the same text. It groups you guys together. I clearly see my name was on the text. Well, I said Mark and someone else. I didn't really pay much attention. It was very early. <laughs> uh, Tanya, how are you? I'm super. Good morning. Good to see you. Good morning. Good to see you, too. Tanya's vested up. She's got her uh, power vest on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like she's going to a big uh, corporate <laughs> summit in the mountains. Power yeah. CEOs. I have that vest. You got a tech conference later? Yeah, I'm telling you. I feel like I've just been very cold just lately. It gets very cold in this studio, mm-hmm. and this puffer makes me feel like I'm in a sleeping bag. Mm-hmm. They're comfy. I- Puffer yeah. vests and puffer jackets really are, they're pillowy. Yeah. They make you feel like you're going out to work in a pillow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Sissini, you know, the weekend watch list, I meant to tell you about this yesterday. The weekend watch list, we get so into, you know, there's so much stuff out there. I can't keep up with it. And a lot of it's not great, to be honest. There's a lot of stuff out there that just gets made fast, I think, that's not great. Sure. But I like some of the not great stuff. Yeah, I'm kind of a B-list watcher sometimes. Yeah, I noticed. Mm-hmm. I realized that after. Oh, uh, this is not a B-list, by the way. Okay, hold for a second. So I got all excited on Friday after you told me to watch something that you and Michael, you binged the whole thing. You saw as many episodes as that were released. Yeah, they're released every Sunday night. Well, what I have to realize is that when a recommendation comes from you or Tanya, I need to think of the lens from which it originates. 
because I don't think that you and I and Tanya all like at the core the same exact thing. You and I are definitely more compatible than Tanya and I. Yes. (laughs) And we're usually aligned, but maybe there's, you know, some different lanes. Well, I got all very excited over the weekend to start some new series. I know you texted me Friday trying to confirm the name, the streaming service, all the things. I was like, wow, he's really invested. (laughs) Rogue text, nothing better than a rogue Ryan text. (laughs) Like truly nothing. It was was after the show. I'm like, wait, what's the name of that that show you said? Uh Unless it's three o'clock in the morning, then it's like panic. Then it's like, uh, hey, I have an idea for the show. (laughs) Can you get on this right now? Um, Anyway, so uh, it was called The Last of Us? Right. The Last of Us. Not for me. Uh, you need oh, to give well. it. You need to give it more than the first episode. The first episode, it's zombies. I do not. It's, there's watch actually zombies. not many zombies after the first episode, and Why I'm on the first episode. Well, because it has to kind of just paint the picture for it get, it's what so it's about. It's not. It's not as graphic as that first episode. I know what you're talking about. My What's, favorite thing is when people say, no, 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 you got to give it a season yeah, you before get it gets good. I didn't episodes, say season. Then it gets great. She said one episode. That's the thing. I need the first episode to get me. Listen, not all shows are like that. No, I'm, I'm in Even the, the White minority. Lotus was more than one episode. Mm-hmm. But at least had good scenery. Well. I mean, this doesn't even have good yeah, scenery. Yeah, no, the White Lotus is a perfect example of people saying, no, no, no it gets no, better. Listen, Keep going. I'm in the minority. Rotten Tomatoes gives it like 100%. You are in the minority. I am in the minority. I just don't, I don't know what it is with you me are. and zombies. The guy was just on Saturday Night Live. It. He hosted SNL over the a weekend. A lot of people hosted SNL that I don't like their show. Whatever. He is Chilean. Come on. <laughs> well, I don't know where he's from. I don't even know his name. Oh, you mean the guy from Narcos? Pedro? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Pedro, he's amazing. Oh, I know, he's See, incredible. that's what drew me in. I love him. Yes, he's Everything great. Pedro Pascaling his name yes. everything he's in i love mm-hmm. he was great in narcos but but if I you just, know that about yourself what like i didn't even want to give this show a shot i didn't know I it knew. had zombies oh okay. she didn't tell me about zombies it when she doesn't really it. have a lot of because after, after the first episode then you start getting into like the character stories and then it starts doing like the backstories and then you start getting out of the zombie-esque and then it starts doing like now you, you backstories and you start me. seeing how how you got to where you're at and then you go back in time and then you're out of the I'm uninterested in the backstory about the zombies because I don't like zombies it's not for you it's not for me it's okay it's not for us the last of us try is it cake you'll like that better no I will (laughs) that's my vibe no it's the most popular show everybody loves it I just like I don't I never watched Walking Dead so I thought I didn't oh, this either. is going to be Walking Dead. Yeah. No, but I didn't. I never watched The Walking Dead either. I don't know what it is with me and zombies. Maybe I'm afraid of them. I just, I, I don't know. I, I, so anyway, thank you, Sissini. You're welcome. And I still think you should go back to it. Valentine's Day is a week out. Uh, happy 115th birthday today to the city of Inglewood. Mm. It was wow. incorporated back on this day in 1908. Imagine what this city was like in 1908. Think about the ease in which you could flow through town to town, city to city, place to place in Southern California. I mean, I don't even think I can imagine that. <sighs> no, I, I know. Dirt if roads? you go back and look yeah, at LA, harder. No, way like, back in the day, it's amazing to see no what it GPS? used to look like. Uh, no, just Thomas Scott's back in 1908. I think was uh, there paper back then? <laughs> sunny skies today, highs in the low 70s. May see 80, actually, they're saying on Thursday. No, lies. Just telling you what they say. Lies. I ha- can't imagine 80. I can't remember the last time we saw 80. 
They also say if you and your partner are constantly fighting about this, it's the number one indicator your marriage will not last. I'll tell you what they say at 655. Now, you're unsubscribing to things right now, Sisney? Yeah, I kind of want to uns- unsubscribe to that. I don't know. Unsubscribe I to hear. that. Yeah, you don't have to listen. <laughs> we we can walk you outside <laughs> while we do it. La, 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 la. Yeah, so I feel like uh, during the pandemic, especially, there was a lot of subscriptions happening because we were at home and we were watching a lot on TV and whatnot. So they've kind of just multiplied and I was unaware that we have been charging things to oh, our accounts. Yes. yes they you know, just keep rolling over. Kind of been rolling over automatic payments, this and that. So I want to kind of clean house and save a little money where we can. And so we've kind of been unsubscribing here and there. And I feel like it's making a difference. And making a difference because you just have less clutter and also it's better on your pocketbook. Yeah. Like, Little things and random stuff. Like I had subscriptions to, I don't know, because we were working from home, I had um, accounts that were helping me edit music or edit audio clips where I really didn't need these programs that I needed to pay for. There's free programs. You know, mm. there's like audacity. Oh, so, those, so you were, whatever for, whatever tech was charging you to use that? Exactly. Oh. And so I get emails like, hey, we're going to charge you the annual membership account. And I was like, I need to cancel that. Or I took a few movie channels off of my DirecTV bundle. And I made my DirecTV bundle smaller, which I should probably just get rid of maybe completely, but I'm not ready to. I know. Mm, but you can definitely bundle down because the way we used to use cable and the way we use it now, you can way bundle down. Mm-hmm. I know. My or brother-in-law called me over the weekend and he actually was he was telling me, he's like, do you think if I switched to Hulu completely, I would be happy? And I was like, I don't know. I'm These like, are the conversations families are having. I know. He really he was just like, I don't know if I'm ready to give up DirecTV and I was this and that. And I was like, I, I don't know either because I feel like I watch my local news all the time. Into the singles world. Michaela, what do you have on your screen? Um, I just use Hulu and everything. That's it. That's Hulu it. and you Hulu, get everything Netflix, you need. Um, HBO Max. That's, I pay for like all the apps. Yeah. All right. Do you have, have a favorite of those? I would say Hulu, actually, because a lot of shows that like I watch on actual like cable go yeah. on that show the next day. So Hulu's probably my favorite. All right. Thank you for that. Appreciate the input. <laughs> so tell your family, Hulu, I guess. I know. Mm-hmm. Hulu it up. All right. Listen, it's time for the morning hack. And then we have a quote of the day. They did a study at Kansas State University, about 5,000 couples. Okay. Tubbs, listen up to this. What are you doing? Looking at Tom Brady? Oh, my gosh. Sorry. I was distracted. Well, that's been out for a, a while now. Yeah, but it's still right. everywhere. I know, but Tuff's got his screen right now. It was out last week. All right, so uh, they say you and your spouse are all... <laughs> I, can't I can't make it up. I mean, I it's a great background of that ocean. It's a beautiful background. Okay, we've been talking about this for days. Yes, we've seen the Tom Brady picture. We saw it last week. All right, they say you and your spouse are always fighting. If you're fighting about this, they say you're on your road to divorce. Do you know what it is? No, but is if it about money? Always, yes, oh, that's what it is. Oh, I thought it was going to be air conditioning. <laughs> no, it's not air conditioning. I think that you could overcome. It's about money. Couples tend to use harsher language when arguing about money and take longer to recover from the fight. And if that persists, the fight about money, they say most couples end in a separation. Yeah, I could see that. It just gets intense and yeah. personal, right? In what way, though? Like one person spends too much money? Is that? Do you think that's probably how it is? Yeah. They can't see I mean, eye to eye. Yeah, or like one person makes all the money and the other one spends it all and then there's like resentment or And there's or no communication about it. Right. Yeah. But in resentment from that that builds and doesn't get talked about. That would but be that's annoying. That's what they say. It's about That would be horrible. Money. 
Here's today's quote to get you through it. Stop carrying old feelings into new experiences. It's pretty good. It's really I find that tough to do. Right. Yeah. Simple but true. But don't carry old into new. Kiss FM headlines with Sissini. Well, Governor Gavin Newsom called for the federal government to investigate the recent spike in natural gas prices in California as millions of families experience soaring gas utility bills. I mean, I know it's been pretty crazy. Additionally, millions of Californians will soon see relief from high utility bills with credits of 90 to $120 showing up on gas and electric bills as soon as next month. Eminem's daughter, Haley Jade, is all grown up and getting married. The 27-year-old announced her engagement to boyfriend Evan McClintock yesterday after six years of dating. One ticket sold in Washington State matched all six numbers in last night's Powerball jackpot. So no big winners here in Cali. But the estimated $747 million jackpot is the fifth largest in games history, according to Powerball. And AMC Theaters announced that the prices of a movie ticket will now be based on seat location. So, wow. Okay, what do you think about this? Meaning they will be charging more for the best seats in the theater. Obviously, cheaper if you're in the front row. We're going to get into this more in a minute, but if you want to weigh in, what are your thoughts on this? 800-520-1027. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Today's national... Fettuccine Alfredo Day. In case you're looking for something to do later tonight for dinner. It's a little heavy for me, especially still coming off of what I think the holiday extra LBS is. (laughs) Or are the LBSs? Sunny skies today, highs in the low 70s. May see 80 on Thursday. So here's the deal. Uh, People are talking about AMC theaters on social media. And people are not thrilled. Now, I think the idea, theaters were closed for a long time. So the idea is to get people back into the theaters, I think, would be the the program and the plan. But what they've done here is they've said, all right, there's a new seating policy for AMC theaters. And that means you're going to pay different prices based on where the seat is in the theater. So, you know, better seating placement, more expensive. You're up in the first row, less expensive. Uh, And people are not thrilled about it. Now, a lot of dudes calling in right now. A lot of guys calling in. I'm That's trying to figure why. Funny. Why is it mostly dudes calling in? Well, maybe it's because they're the ones that take. Well, because they're planning out. on doing a Valentine's Day date at the theater. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, they're the ones that pay. And there are 39 AMC theaters in Southern California. All this starts on Friday. They're going to have standard value and preferred sightline. They're calling it pricing options for seats. One eight hundred five two zero one zero two seven. It kiss. Hey, Robert and Van Eyes. So you're up in arms about this. How are you this morning? Well, I mean, this is this is kind of a surprise shocker that, you know, they're going to raise the prices on certain seats because when you go to the theater, you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to spend money on the seat. And then not to mention, you're going to spend money on popcorn, food, and, um, of course, parking. And, you know, now by the time you get there, you don't have the seats available that you're going to spend money on. You're going to have to spend, like, what, five, six bucks more? I mean, this is, yeah, especially right now with Valentine's coming up. Exactly. It all well, adds no, up. I, I, it does. It all the experience, right? If you look at it, and if you've got a family that you're going to take, it really adds up. The experience adds up to a good sum of money just to go mm-hmm. out for a movie. Robert, thanks for calling in. I mean, some people are saying, "Hey, look, I love going to the theater, but I'm not going to do it now. I'm going to wait for the movie to come out on streaming." 
When I woke up this morning and I saw that AMC was in the headlines, I actually thought that they were lowering their prices. I was like, oh, I'm sure. <laughs> right. Well, that would be that would be great. That'd be a different conversation probably right now. Well, I guess they are for the front row. But... Hey, we have any movie stars? I mean, you gotta have a movie star coming by here soon. Any movie stars? Mark, any Ooh. movie stars on the calendar to come by here? Let me check the calendar. Him. Yeah, check the calendar for movie stars that might be coming by Ooh. because I'm curious to know what like like the actors think about this too because yeah, they want they, they've been encouraging people to go to theaters to see movies right remember nicole kidman's whole campaign <laughs> yeah sometimes heartbreak feels good in a place like this yeah so i think if you look at it a different way though you could look at it like you're getting a steal like i'm gonna i'm gonna get a bargain on my seats because i'm gonna take some i'm gonna just get, get a bad seat well, what if you buy preferred sightline and then michael from sissini's house sits mm-hmm. in front of me and blocks my view. It's yeah. not a great sight. Not preferred. Not my preferred sightline view. Uh, any big movie stars coming in, Mark? Brendan Fraser is coming there in next you- week. What? It's a big one. Actually. Actually. Like that. And he is doing incredibly well right now. Yeah. Been watching him at the award shows. Uh, and his speech, right? He's that most powerful speech I saw. What's the Golden Globes? They sort of run together yeah. to me since I'm not mm-hmm. on the red carpet. Uh, all right, so I'm just curious what actors think. Like, because I saw Elijah Wood tweeted that all this does is penalize. He says penalize lower income moviegoers. So I wonder what Brendan would think about it too. Yeah. One eight hundred five two zero one zero two seven. You're on Kiss FM. Ricky, good morning in Palmdale. You're on live with us now. How you doing? Hey, morning, Ryan. Doing well yourself? Doing good, bro. Thanks for asking. I appreciate it. So, how do you look at all this? Yeah, honestly, I'm a little. I feel this is a little shady. You know, a little underhanded. <laughs> On AMC's part. I, w- I want to start by saying last month I became an AMC member. I bought a membership thinking I'm going to take my girlfriend out. Valentine's Day is coming up. Um, and, you know, like you guys were talking about with finances being the number one relationship killer, why would why would AMC do this? You know, um, you have your wife right there, your girlfriend trying to pick out seats, and then it creates another argument. You know, not only is it expensive to go to the movies, but now it's, Oh, wh- how much am I worth? How much are you willing to pay? It just feels like another... <laughs> oh, then, by the way, what if your girlfriend evaluates you based on the it's seat true. you buy, right? Like, right. hey... Yeah. Listen, Why are we just uh, in the regular I love seats? You. I love yeah. you, but uh, this sightline value is the best one. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, babe, it's Valentine's yeah, Day. Why did you get preferred sightline yeah. value? Why? Well, yeah. you know, it's a lot. Was it Tanya that said... Uh, what if she wants the, the you know, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a thrifter. I'm going to go for the cheaper seats. But what if that creates a fight in itself? You know, are not even the movie. Now, now you don't even want to. Now you can't open that can of worms. By the way, oh, hey, uh, Ricky, it's 37 degrees in Palmdale right now. I'm just looking. And you're going to have a high of 62. Are you? Is it cold where you are? <laughs> it's cold. The yeah. good thing is I'm stuck in this beautiful traffic, headed to work. Uh, I've worked down in Monrovia today. So, right you know, luckily I won't be experiencing the freeze of Palmdale. But it is cold out there. Well, bro, I appreciate you listening to Kiss while you roam around Southern California. You take care, man, and happy Valentine's Day, Ricky. Yes, you as well. Thank you. All right, bye. So the yeah. speech I saw was Critics' Choice Award. That's where Brendan made that great oh. speech. Brendan Fraser coming in. Well, I, I'm curious to know what movie stars would think about all this, too. Yeah. Uh, because they want their fans to go see the movies. Now, Ricky's got my head all whipped into Valentine's Day plans. I know. Uh, all right. Palmdale to Monrovia, 73 miles he's trekking. So, Tanya... I meant to ask you, how did it go when you and uh, Robbie had to watch Harry Styles with his big wins? Yeah, we were at a wedding, so he didn't have oh, to watch. Blessings me. come in many forms. But I was very excited for Harry, and yeah. I made. Did it you guys vocal. talk about it? Yeah, I was like, "Oh my gosh, Harry!" Mm. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure he was like, mm. Mm-hmm. "Okay, so <laughs> here we go." I still um, have my Harry Styles pillow on the bed, by the way. That's just too much. Okay, yeah, so hey, hello, Joseph. Thank you for reaching out. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you doing? 
Doing well. So you met uh, him on a new, on New Year's Eve, is that right? Yes, um, Chris. We spent like the whole night together. It was amazing. We ended up hooking up. Okay. And honestly, I really haven't connected with someone like that in like such a long time. Um, so I, I, we said like we're going to meet up in L.A. So we texted at first when I got back. But um, I recently texted him and it's literally gone cold. And I called him like a few times and nothing. So I don't know so what I did. Are you both? You met in Rosarito. Are you both from LA? Do you both live in LA? Yeah, we both. Yeah, we both currently live in LA. Yeah. Okay, got it. So you started texting, and then all of a sudden, Chris has gone completely cold. Yes, and then I uh, called him a few times, you know, um, and no answer. Oh. And you felt something significantly different than other connections, and you want to know why or what happened and what went wrong. Yeah, I mean, like we met at this club. Uh, it's called Macho Club. And we danced all night. Um, we ha- we both like had um, a bunch of friends there, and we just hit it off really well. And I went back to his hotel. It was like literally incredible. And we both said like, when we're back to LA, let's meet up. So I don't understand why he's like ignoring me and not, you know. Okay. Okay. Well, this is easy for us. Uh, we got his number here. Let's see if we can get him on next, and we'll ask some questions. Hang on one second, Joseph. It's Kiss FM. We'll try and get Chris on the line and find out why he's ghosted Joseph. Um, Joseph has reached out to us for a second date update, okay? He has said, I met uh, Chris on New Year's Eve. We spent the night together. We had a connection that's like no other, says Joseph. They texted for a little while afterwards, and since then, Chris has vanished. He's not responding. He's gone cold. All right, so Joseph, I'm going to get right into this, Joseph. Be very quiet. We're going to talk to Chris now, okay? Okay. All right, here we go. Chris, thank you for holding on. My name is Ryan. I've got uh, Sisney and Tanya, and your voice is being broadcast on Kiss FM, as I think they told you. But thank you for hanging. Um, just to get to it, we're calling you about a guy named Joseph you met on New Year's Eve. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. Okay, and when I say Joseph, what pops into your mind? Um, you said we met New Year's Eve, right? That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we had fun. <laughs> okay. And did you guys make plans to hang out again? No. Did you like Joseph, Chris? I mean, we had a good time. Like, yeah, he was cool. He was cute what and, like, the, fun. What were the attributes? What are the things you liked about Joseph? I mean, he was hot. He was cool. Like, but that was it. It was just, like... Like a one-night stand. Like, I even said that numerous times. I was like, oh, this is like a one-time thing. Like, I don't I don't know why he's calling. Oh. Uh, well, I think Joseph is on the line, and he did ask us to give you a call, and I think that he may have felt a little stronger about the connection. Joseph, am I getting it right? Yeah, Chris. Like, we both said we we're going to meet up in L.A. Like, what? how's that one-night stand when you we say we're going to meet up in L.A.? <laughs> Okay, we both did say we were going to be. You said we should meet up in LA, and I didn't want to be rude, so I was just like, "Yeah, sure," but I didn't okay. bring it up. I just said, "Yeah, sure," to not be rude. Yeah, but like, you saying "Yeah, sure" means like let's meet up again. That's no, it's just, it's just. It, I mean, you were the one. Who, I told you so many times, like this is the one night stand. This is just a hookup. This is a cool one night thing. Like I said that. At least three or four times. Did he? Well, I mean, everyone from L.A. says that. It like, means nothing. Well, what do you think? Okay, well, 
for me, it meant exactly what I said. So, Chris, do you think, I mean, is there any sort of interest in Joseph? Like, obviously, Joseph has some interest in you. I mean, if you enjoyed his comedy, I mean, why not see him, see him again? Because it was just what it was. Like, it's not, if he was a cool guy, he's a hot guy, it was cool to hang out and hook up. But it's like, it wasn't even really a, anything. It was just a hookup, which is what I wanted. Like, that's, I'm not looking for anything else with him. Like, that's, it was what it was. And that's why I said it at least three times. Like, I'm sorry he didn't hear me or he didn't believe what I was saying, but I said it three times. So I'm not like a guy who like leads them on. I said it three times. Like, yo, this is a cool hookup or this is a one night stand. I, I made it pretty clear that that's what I wanted. All right. Well, yeah, Joseph, but when I told you. Oh, go ahead, Joseph. Mm-hmm. Um, when I told you when we were dancing in the club, like I've never been so connected with somebody. Like, obviously you could tell I had feelings before we hooked up. You know, I, I don't get it. Yeah, but how do you we, get feelings in just, one night? But we just met, and I told you it was a hookup. Like, if you wanted more than a hookup, then we could have just not hooked up. But I told you it was a hookup, and you were cool with it, and then we hooked up. So I don't understand why suddenly I owe you this big thing where I told you up front that I wasn't looking for anything more than what it was. <sighs> okay, like, so... This is, this is just weird. I mean... Chris, thank you for your clarity. Joseph, it sounds like this is, you know, Chris had a very clear vision of what all this was, and it's great that you liked him, and you guys, I guess if you look at the upside, you guys had a great night, and that's probably what it's going to be, right? Yeah. I think this is the end of the road. All right. Well, Chris, thank you for answering the questions with us. I appreciate you coming on. Joseph, good luck to you, bro. Thank you for reaching out. Uh, Thank you so much, Ryan. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, bye. Bye. Man, Chris is... I mean, is it, is it really a great night if it, if if it doesn't end where you want it to? Like if I mean, it was a great night, full stop. Right? Are you sure though? If you want, well, I wasn't more. there. I don't know, but <laughs> yeah. it sounded like they had a great time together. It sounded like, but like if Chris was if Chris was as clear as Chris was to us here now, then Chris was pretty clear. Yeah, and Joseph was in denial the whole time, or Joseph was just going along with it, right? Was, thinking well, or thinking maybe more could come of yeah, it. Yeah, he Chris was. Didn't want it. He was in denial of what it was. He was like, oh, I'm going to switch. I'm going mean, to make him change his mind. What would you mind. do if you were single and you met Chris? Uh, like, and Chris was like, listen, this is just a hookup. What would you do? I think well, it was New Year's Eve, remember? Yeah. I wouldn't want it to be a hookup. So I wouldn't hook up with him because I'd say I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not having mean so, and unattached physical. We think we can change the guy's mind. We think, oh, it's like it's almost like a challenge. I would do this stuff all the time when I was single. Right. Someone would and say, also, "Oh, this is just like, a hookup," and I'd be like, mm, "But maybe it's not." And then I would still try to hook up, and then I would get my heart broken down the road. Oh boy! On air with Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest with you about to pay a bill. Kissfm.com/slash/bills. Tell me what bill you want a thousand dollars put toward, and we will take care of that. One eight hundred five two zero one zero two seven. At Kiss FM, Taylor is here. So, Taylor, good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? Well, it's strange because about 10 years ago, if you were to call me and tell me what you're about to tell me, I would have no idea what you're talking about. But it's amazing how much I've learned about <laughs> engagements mm-hmm. and proposals. <laughs> right? That's a good thing. Yeah, so that's a good thing. You're trying to figure out how to tell your friend to get her nails done because a proposal's coming her way, a wedding proposal? Yes. It's happening this weekend, and normally she gets her nails done all the time. Like, she's a on-the-dot, you know, every-two-week type person. But she's been 
so busy with work. She hasn't gotten her nails done in a while. And I just know her so well. She will be so mad if she doesn't have her nails done. How can you be so sure the proposal is happening this weekend? Well, we know from her boyfriend told her family and he's taking her to the restaurant where they had their first date. And then family and friends will be gathered afterwards um, for like a celebration. So we are in the know and she just thinks she's going to a regular dinner. But if I start pushing getting her nails done like too much, I'm afraid that it's going to tip her off. And I really want it to be a surprise, obviously. So I don't know if you guys have any suggestions on how to try to like do casually. Hold on for a second. Hey, Ruby. Yes. Ring Watch 2023. (laughs) I'm just checking. I'm here. Has he proposed yet? No. (laughs) Nope. Oh, I think we would have known. (laughs) Well, I'm just double checking because we're talking to Taylor about all this. Oh, yeah, we would know by now. Yes, you would definitely know. Yeah, so Ruby is the next in line on this show. (laughs) Tanya's getting closer, though. Well, I think it's between the two of them. To get engaged. Really? Do you think Tanya's as close as... No, Ruby, like her guy told us he's about to do it. Robbie hasn't told me yet. He's going to tell me, right? You think Robbie's uh, going to tell you? What are you thinking? Yeah, ask for your number. hand or her Ruby's hand in marriage? Told me? You're not asking for hands. Just give me a heads up. Let's start playing the show. I don't think he's going to ask for permission. Well, Ruby, what advice Funny do you have for actually. Taylor? I mean, you're kind of in this situation. Um, I think if you know her, I mean, you know her best. So I don't know. Just somehow try to, I don't know. Can you take her to... To get her nails done? Wait a minute. Wait, what's the big deal? So if you think you say, hey, let's go get our nails done, it's going to be, it's, it's going to tip her off and she's going to think something's up? Yeah. Oh. Yes. Like, even though she gets her nails done all the time, she usually goes on her own. So if I were to be what like, What if you made this hey. about you? Mm. What if you made this okay. about you? Like something. Like I'm you going to treat through, yourself and you want to come along. Or yeah. you made something tragic about you. Like you had a terrible day at work. Your boss yelled at you. Oh, good, good, like, good, good, you know, good, good, something good. like you, you need, you need, like you need your girl. Blow some steam yeah. off. Yes. Blow some steam off. Go like I'll pay for your manicure. Whatever. Yeah. Or, but yeah, like you need your great. girl. Yeah. I need you to come and Team effort here. So then it kind of like makes her think about you and she's not even going to be thinking about herself. So true. That's a great idea. I've been so busy thinking about her. I didn't even think to make it about me. That's such a great idea. Talk with us because it's about you and go. Go. Hopefully that does it. Congratulations to your friend. Good luck. But back to Ruby and Tanya Uh here. Ring Watch 2023. (laughs) Uh, All right. I think Ruby gets engaged first. Ooh, should we have a... Should yeah, we have, so should we have like bets? That's why I have no bets on this, guys. Yeah, okay, I'm not a bet, bet but like a pool. You're like a, they do this all the time when like when's the baby like gonna be born? And DraftKings. <laughs> this is my and Ruby's futures. <laughs> yeah, so this is our future. It's not the super or the big game. <laughs> yeah, this is a big game here. It's a for big us. game for us. <laughs> Come on, Kevin Hart would be proud right now. <laughs> he says, "If I bet five, I get two hundred free bets." <laughs> So I'm betting right now. Guys, and feel free to walk out, Ruby and Tanya, if you don't want to hear. <laughs> I'm in it. I am, Sisney, I say it's Ruby within three months. Okay. Who's taking notes? <laughs> you <laughs> are. You, I just saw you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What do you say, Sisney? Um, well, well, I don't understand the rules. <laughs> the bet is who gets engaged first and when. Okay. Who are you saying? Well, then I have to. They can't say the same thing. So then I say. I say. Then it's time. You can still call Ruby. Call different time period. Oh, okay, sure. But I will say it's Ruby within four months. Okay, 
Uh, Michaela, you want in on the action? Yes. I think Ruby within six months and then Tanya towards the end of the year. What do you think? She may have more information. No. I feel like she knows something. Oh, well, do we need to do Tanya too? Yeah, okay. So, Ruby, we got you. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. Now, hold on. Ring Watch 2023. Okay. Tanya, I think by, by Thanksgiving. I don't know. I feel like that's kind of late. That's late. Um, I changed mine. I changed mine. I think Tanya's gonna go first. Oh, in less than four months. Yeah. All right, I think, fine. I'm gonna stick with Ruby in three. Tanya by Thanksgiving. What do you say, sister? All right. I think Tanya within three months. Wow. Mark, and, we start planning the show. And Ruby within <laughs> six months. All right. So we got it down. It's a. Isn't it big game week? These are all potential bets. Try to get us in the mood for the game. That's how we roll around here. Tanya's face did not like a long wait. <laughs> when you said Thanksgiving, I was like, okay. <laughs> I hope somebody's listening. Mom. All right. So let's go back to the Grammys. You know, the stories that come out after the Grammys are always interesting. Uh, did we ever find out why Beyonce was stuck in traffic or where she was stuck in traffic? Oh, or, no. Or any detail mm -hmm. to that? Again, my theory is just like, Going downtown can take time. Getting right. downtown, you might not leave enough time, especially if you're trying to get ready for something mm -hmm. and running a little bit late because she missed that first award of hers. Uh, ended up, you know, breaking records. So congratulations again. Now Harry Styles performed, and I thought maybe he was a little distracted during the performance. But then I thought, no, he was great. Everybody seemed to love it, and yeah. the song's so good. Mm -hmm. And he he won so much. But now there is some news of a technical difficulty that we didn't know about during Harry Styles' performance at the Grammys. Sissini? So basically, everything that they had rehearsed had to be reversed. So you can imagine the muscle memory that had to go into everything. So you remember that turntable that they had? It was mimicking the music video that Harry Styles had for As It Was. And so what happened when the curtains came up and it was time to perform... The turntable, which they had been practicing on for 10 days. So the stage, days. there were two stages for him to use. One was a turntable stage, which was actually Correct. rotating, and yes. one was a flat stage. So the, the turntable starts rotating in the opposite direction into which they had been practicing for the previous 10 so days. So it it was a circle. So was it loaded? It must have been loaded in backwards, but who would know without a, there being a mark? Right. And so the dancers were trying to get the technician's attention. This is, of course, live TV. Right, and, and there's like, no stopping. Backwards. There's right. no stopping this at this point, and that was it. Like the sh the show Once it must starts, go they on. They can't finish. They can't so flip it. This is all now unfolding on social media. Yesterday afternoon, some of the backup dancers started posting some videos on TikTok and explaining what had happened, and they said everything they they had rehearsed had to be reversed because what the turntable turning in one direction, all the dances in one direction, and once you it, yeah. um, had to. Then, <laughs> Had to then be back, you know, all of their walking, all of their steps, all the way they jumped off the turntable, had to then be jumped off the opposite way. Like, imagine, like, having Well, to... I think it's like once you commit to muscle memory and yes. it becomes second nature, yes. it's just jarring to have to reschedule that commitment in the middle of a live performance when you're thinking about what you got to do to move. Uh, a couple of things. I thought maybe his ears, like something's wrong with their ear. Uh -huh. A lot of times the performers have issues with their ears. They can't hear, and that distracts them for a moment. But then... You know, in a commercial break of a live show like that, if things get hung up or run behind in terms of backstage mechanics and moving things around, 
then it could have happened that they just ran out of time and had to load it a certain way, and it just is what it is, and they couldn't do anything about it at that point. Or maybe it was a mistake. They thought it was loaded in the right way, but it wasn't. Uh, however, it just makes me think. And I, I did think about that when he sort of stumbled off of it. I thought, is it worth the risk of having a rotating stage? when, you, Like, for example, there are bells and whistles we could have on this show. I don't ask Tubbs to sign them up or engage them <laughs> because it will go wrong or it will at least begin to go. Things will happen wrong at first. Right. Like we get some new software around here. They want to upgrade the software. I'm like, no, let's not upgrade the software because I know there'll be some hiccups along the way. I don't want to go well, through those hiccups. You should always like, upgrade the software. No, you shouldn't. Not when you... No. Yeah, you know I'm, what? I'm, I'm what with Tanya. You, you should upgrade the software. Yeah, no, then I'm eventually not updating it's the software. Like not We're not work. updating the software. We're going to stay in... R-S-I-O-S-12, whatever it is. That we're you guys, we're all still studio. using DOS. Windows 98. Okay. Windows 98. We're staying in it. I'm not taking the risk. I don't want all the... It's like, it's like I don't want to learn to snowboard. You know? I don't want to fall down snowboarding. I'm fine skiing. Fine. You can Good. start in the Let's just ski. Slopes. Let's just ski. I don't need to snowboard. It's fine. Mm -hmm. But you got to give a guy credit and the dancers credit for pulling that off because mm -hmm. you, you weren't quite sure and they did make it work. I really didn't really notice, and that's why I think Harry Styles is the GOAT. He did a phenomenal job. He did a great job. But Harry, I'm just perfect. telling you, they wanted to get a new phone system in here, and I thought, this is going to be the wrong rotating <laughs> Harry, stage yeah, for Harry months. Styles, Ryan Seacrest is just like you. Don't worry. No, no, I'm not. I'm talking about technology. It's just like <laughs> right. technology. It doesn't matter where you are, stage or the phone system here, you're going to go through it. You're, you're putting the tech in the hands and the smoothness of the whole thing in the hands of tubs, or in your case, you don't know. The Grammy technician. <laughs> but but they may not have had the time. It's all about time, too. I've been in situations on Idol where we can't load things in the right way and you just got to go. And you do kind of panic. Man. Live TV. All right. Well, at least Tubbs has a smile on his face over there in the engineering. Yeah, it wasn't you, Tubbs. Corner. Think of the highest pressure jobs. I mean, there are a lot of tough, physical, high pressure jobs. I was thinking about window washers on the towers downtown. Oh, yeah. I always think about dentists for some reason. Tell me why. I, high pressure jobs, dentist. Well, mm. yeah, not so high pressure. But whenever you talk about jobs that you're fascinated by, I always go to dentistry. That's interesting. And to each his own. I was actually looking at the like the tallest building downtown, detail light, right? And there's the window washing device machine is yeah. up on top. And the window washers have to get in it and ride it down outside, scale the building yeah. from the top down to wash the windows. Right. right. Terrifying. Like the US Bank Terrifying. Tower. Terrifying. Mm -hmm. Terrifying. Like they do that here where this is only six stories. But still, so, you're hanging by rope. Mm. Like what what is it inside of you that gives you the ability to not get afraid? And they're that's friendly. Strong. They'll wave at you. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> that's powerful. So that's a high pressure job. Jen Saki, the White House press secretary, that's a high pressure job. Mm -hmm. And she's got a family. And you gotta be able to right. put it down, but can you? Right. She's a seven year old and a four year old, like young kids. Right. And yet you're given a briefing every single day at the White House. Mm -hmm. Fascinating. So we'll talk to her after 9 o'clock. But I want to go back to, it's big game week here at KISS FM. Tubbs, you got a team? Uh, not really. Team Rihanna. Team Rihanna. <laughs> Tanya, you got a team? Do you and Robbie have a team this weekend? No, we do not have a team. Tuesday, you and Michael have a team? Um, I'm going to be rooting for Philly because I can't root for the Chiefs. So it's uh, default, by default, you go by for Philly. By default, like, you just got to go to Philly. And you know what? They were basically undefeated like the whole season. So you know what? Let's well, Kelly Ripa's dad, Joe, is a big Eagles fan. So I'll go with Philly as well. Yeah. 
Um, all right, so <laughs> that's so good. That's how I do it too. If I know anybody connected to either <laughs> like, team, I'm right, like, I, I gotta pick a like team. Like I was going for the 49ers because Christian McCaffrey's but, on it. And right. I love Olivia Culpo, so I was like, yeah. But now mm-hmm. you can get really into it. Mm-hmm. Like you can get yeah. into it. Yeah. All right, so um, 35% of adults rely on their parents financially. We found this stat kind of interesting here. 35% of adults, it's over one in three, admit they still have at least one bill paid by their parents. Huh. Most common are rent, groceries, and utilities. That's not just millennials or Gen Zers. That's 35% of all adults any age. Yeah. So we were checking here. Tanya, anything still paid by your parents? Well, not paid, but they pay it, our phone bill. Because it's under like this family plan that we've had for forever. They pay yours and Robbie's? No, me, my brother, my sister. Oh, all right. It's so like our family plan from like when I was in high school. But we all that's just. A, but that's a long rollover. But we send that we give them the money back. We don't like. Oh, okay. So they know. just keep the plan. And you correct. remember to give the money every month. I don't, but I do it in <laughs> chunks. Like I'll, if I like when I forget, I'll, I'll like give up the the more. Do you know what exact? I mean? Exact. Yeah. To the exact number. Yeah. Really? Really? Yeah. Uh, okay. Sissy, how about for you? No bills, but my dad, because when we were all kids and were driving, he put us all on AAA memberships, which, oh, yeah. which my dad did that still too. to this day um, pays for our AAA memberships. <laughs> so, and you're you know, not going to bring it up. No, but it's really funny because my AAA card says I've been a member for like 47 years or something. You're like, yeah, that's Remember, right. Good standing. Yeah. Yeah. More than 1925. Like, literally like since 1960-something. That's amazing. Yeah. Tubbs, anything paid for by your parents still to this day? No. No. They stopped paying as soon as I turned 18. Oh. I had to well, pay rent. You had to pay rent to your parents yeah. <laughs> to live there? Yeah. I like I like your parents. Yeah. Wow. Uh, let's see. Samantha? I still live with them, and I don't pay rent or anything. So wow. literally the opposite well, of tough. Still live with your parents, and mm-hmm. what about food? Um, I mean, like I will get my own groceries, but if like they're making you something for it. everyone, yeah. I'll eat it. Too, how long? So. Will you, how long will you, they let that ride? Um, that's a good question. I think they still are. They're like so, you know, like the last. You kind of still like, bring it up. Plans, yeah. But I'm like, you know. What about your boyfriend? Um, we are long distance, so oh. yes. So he's that's not with them, with you. With no, them. no, no, no. So that's also an issue, but you know. <laughs> well, it's a short break. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> gonna fit in those. Yeah, we'll come back to that. Ruby, how about you? Are your parents no. pay for anything still? No, unfortunately not. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can hear it. Uh, my parents know. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I think I had a AAA card when I first moved to California as yeah. well. Uh huh. But I, the deal was I had to pay for my rent and everything when I moved out if I wanted to stay out here and not finish college. That was the yeah, deal. Yeah. The deal was if that. you can't afford your day-to-day costs, then you have to come back and finish college. Well, I was like, well, that doesn't sound fun. No. So I'll drive the Star 98.7 van from back in the day. Make it work. Um, all right. So on our staff... It is uh, not quite 35% of adults. It's like 75% have things paid for here. (laughs) On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. 102.7. Former White House Press Secretary for President Biden, Jen Psaki, is joining. She's got a new role. Um, on TV that we'll talk about in a second. You'll see that tonight for the State of the Union. But it's so nice to meet you. So nice to meet you, too. 
we're just like uh, we watched you on television for so long. We feel like we. I, I we mean, know I've how watched you, handle you pressure. on television for so long. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe longer than you've watched me. I think it's uh, fair to say maybe. a bit longer. But I have to tell. I just I'm I'm so impressed with um the, the role that you uh, executed so well um on Thank on a you. daily basis that we got to see unfold. And just as a as a person that stands in front of people to do something that's completely mindless to see what you did under the pressure you did it. I just don't know how a human being does it. I'm so curious to know a little bit about what life is like when you are the press secretary at the white house. Do you what, like it's at in the evening after your, your, I don't know, your kids are in bed and you've had something to eat. Now what? Well, after my kids are in bed and I've had something to eat, I either watch a str- show on television that I just need to stream um, because I need something mindless that has nothing to do with politics. Right. Uh, right now, I'm super into um, Yellowstone. I'm a little a few years behind on that. But <laughs> I, That's OK. I, I, my husband and I watched the first few episodes and I said, wow, this is a great show. I wonder if people know about this. And it's like it's won a million awards. Um, yeah. So yeah. We're, <laughs> we're watching that. Uh, I'm also a huge reader. I just do something that's a little mindless. But, but as when, a mom when, of a, yeah, when you're at, when you're active as a press secretary, or the, you have to check. Like we check our phones because we just feel like we have to check our phones to see what we're talking about. How often do you check your phone? All the time. I mean, it's an addiction. You almost can't get away from it. I uh, every day that I was in the job as press secretary, I'd wake up in the morning. My eyes would open sometime in the fives. I would say sometimes five, sometimes five forty-five. If I hit the snooze a few times, and the first thing I would do is look at my phone and see what happened overnight. What happened in the world? Because in that job, you're speaking for what's happening in the country, but also, uh, you know, what's happening anywhere in the world. I mean, the earthquake that just happened this week, you'd be speaking to that and what the U.S. is doing. So you need to know. So that was the first thing I did even before coffee. And I'm a coffee addict. Well, how about the balloon? I was thinking like, wow, that would have been an interesting day to be talking about the balloon in there, Mm -hmm. right? Mm hmm. For sure. I mean, so that uh, the balloon, which feels like it's the Chinese balloon, which we all know, it it feels like it's the makings of an episode of a show. And I don't know, Jack, I've also been watching Jack Ryan. So it feels like something that could happen. It could be an episode of Jack Ryan or a season where Jack Ryan somehow is in the air hanging on the balloon. Something (laughs) wild would happen. Um, But yes, exactly. And that's a scenario, the, the Chinese balloon, where one uh, they didn't know everything that was happening uh, right. in the White House at the time. There were meetings, I'm certain, in the Situation Room where the national security people meet talking about what could it be, what should they do. Uh, but sometimes there aren't, aren't always things you can say publicly. So sure. when you're speaking on behalf, you're you're basically trying to provide updates, but doesn't always mean you can say everything you know, and it doesn't always mean you know everything, because sometimes these things are developing, as we saw with the Chinese balloon. But that's such a discipline you have to have and like a, a, a governing capability, meaning yeah. like the way that you can filter and know things but not say things and choose vocabulary. I'm just fascinated by all of the detail of it, Jen, honestly. Yeah, I will say I um, my binder I have or I had, I kept it actually, uh, oh. had an embarrassing number of tabs and I was a, a staples <laughs> aficionado. I mean, that is a store where I had every highlighter and every label so I could remember uh, where things were in that binder. But ultimately, every day, um, I tried to just learn as much as I could from the people who are working in government. And 
I'm a believer, uh, whatever party you're from, people who are working in government are trying to do better for people mm. in the country. And there are, it's amazing the kind of expertise you will find. I mean, you, you t- talked about the Chinese balloon. There are people in government who are experts on cyber technology from China who mm-hmm. you can call in moments like that and say, what should we know? What can I tell people? And I always saw that as my job. You are the mm. deliverer of all of the amazing work of these good citizens, some who have worked in government through many, many administrations. And, you know, they're all trying to just make things better for people overall. Jen Psaki with us, a former uh, press secretary at the White House. And uh, again, we we commend you on it. Is, it just seems like such a high pressure job. So thank you for all the information you gave us over the, the time you were there. Now... Um, you're part of tonight's special State of the Union coverage on MSNBC. Mm-hmm. So what's your role? This seems like a, a little less pressure, this role. Just different pressure, right? Okay. <laughs> but yes, less pressure. It's very different because I was a part of writing and working on these State of the Unions for so many years. And for the first time, I will be reading it and hearing it along with everybody else. So um, there are benefits to that in that when you're working on these speeches, you can get so in the weeds of the changing of paragraphs and the changing of drafts because they go through dozens of drafts through the writing of a speech like the State of the Union. Uh, but I also won't know what it what's in there. Uh, and so I will be listening. I'll be hearing along with millions of Americans who will be watching. So when... It's probably no certain answer to this, but when do you think the State of the Union, or when did you see it complete? Is it is it redrafted up until the last few minutes or hours, or when when is there a deadline for the State of the Union? Till the last moment, till the moment Joe Biden speaks the words out of his mouth. Is that right? The, uh, it is not final. No and way. No, completely true. And I, uh, because I've worked on a lot of these. Presidents are always uh, tinkering with them and changing words or adding. I remember one year, uh, President uh, Barack Obama added a paragraph, a, a quote from Martin Luther King that ended up being a key part of the speech, basically on his way to deliver the speech in the car. Um, wow. There are uh, so there's always a changing and a tweaking up until the very moment when the president walks down into the House chamber to deliver the speech. It's so fascinating. I feel like I could talk to you for days mm-hmm. about all of this. You too. I have lots of <laughs> questions, Ryan, for you, too, about everything you work on. It's a lot of pressure. I'm changing things up until the last minute, so that last vote is counted. <laughs> the dramatic pause before he reads results. <laughs> That's right. Um, well, we can't wait to see you in this role. You can watch Jen as part of tonight's special State of the Union coverage, MSNBC, 5 Pacific, 8 Eastern. And let's have you back, because um, we'll talk more. I'd love to come back. Thanks so much. And congratulations um, again. It's a pleasure Thank to get to so know you. Thank you so much. Nice to meet you. I have, like, get nervous talking to people who do that for a living. Serious that job. is so cool. Yeah, serious mm-hmm. job. I have serious job imposter syndrome. I do, too. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, she's talking about the White House and the State of the Union and the redrafting. <laughs> That's a real job. Yeah. So I get excited, but I'm just curious, anybody that does anything in any administration at any time and at any level of the White House to me is fascinating or the CIA. Like I could geek out and talking to one of the CIA executives or, or chiefs as well. Or like how you get to that level. Like at what point in her life did she decide she wanted to get into politics? Like was she a little girl? Like, yeah. I like, mean, you like, just decide, I guess you want to do good. All right. 50 minutes of nonstop kiss. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest.
Guys, that's going to wrap it up for us today. We're back tomorrow paying some more bills. Sisney has got you until 11 o'clock. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest.